Hey, it's Jermichael Jordan, and I want to welcome you back to Decoded. Decoded. So here's a question for you. What is the most common question that you ask yourself after something has come to an end or transitioned in or out of your life? Go ahead. Tell me. I'm willing to bet that it's the question, what now? It's the question we ask when we find ourselves at a crossroad after being done with one phase of life and right before entering into another. The driving emotion that motivates this question is always based on the confidence we have as it relates to the thing we have just completed and whatever it is that we're looking forward to. For example, I can remember when I finally graduated from high school, my what now came from a place of excitement and anticipation. I was finally uh, getting ready to head off to college and explore the unknown. College, girls, parties. Girls, sports, girls, Greek life, and of course, educational studies. And, and did I mention girls? <laughs> but my what now was motivated by excitement and anticipation. Fast forward four and a half years later, and I'm sitting in the middle of the FedEx forum, yet again, wearing a cap and gown, listening to a successful businessman, telling me how tough the world is and how I better be prepared for everything that lies ahead of me. And to remember that I was getting ready to walk into a competitive world where there were few jobs, but plenty of people who needed them. So I better be ready to compete. Then he begins to name off all the employment fields that will be booming for the next 10 years. And as he runs down this list, my palms begin to sweat because I realized that my degree didn't fit in any of those fields. And all I could think while sitting there, unsure of what to expect of my future was, uh-oh, what now? On the day where I was supposed to be excited and filled with the joy, my heart and dreams trembled in fear. Two minutes out of a 30-minute speech that he had probably written the night before ruined my special moment. You see, reality can sometimes pack a powerful punch, especially when we aren't prepared to face it. The question, what now, is always a question that seems to appear when we are most vulnerable. However, I've learned that the best way to deal with the fearful uncertainty of what now is to delete the word what and replace it with the word then, giving us the statement now then. Now then automatically helps shift not just the language, but our entire perspective regarding the very thing that concerns us. This small change shifts us from a space of mental uncertainty about the future into a space of opportunity. Now then, says, now that I am here, or now then, since I have found myself in the middle of this place, how do I execute the next move? You see, what now leaves way too much room to allow ourselves to become a victim of circumstance which has the potential to lead to unnecessary stress, anxiety, worry, and internal turmoil. For instance, when COVID-19 first happened, nobody knew what to expect. Nobody knew how we would protect ourselves, 
All we knew was that people were getting sick and dying and all of the toilet paper and hand sanitizer were being snatched off the shelves, which caused many of us to ask ourselves, what are we going to do now? Well, after several weeks and months of being on quarantine, we realized that asking what now wasn't nearly as important as saying now then. Now then is the action phrase that unlocks the door to our own mental and emotional prisons that houses our doubts, fears, and even worries. While it is true that some things are simply out of our control, it doesn't mean that we have to give up on living, trying, and enjoying life. Now then simply means I have accepted the unexpected. And now that I am here, here is what needs to be done to bring about a manageable solution to ensure that I continue to thrive. So like many others around the world as it relates to COVID-19, I took the opportunity to say, now then, since I am in the house, I will turn a situation that appears to be uncertain and instead use it as an opportunity to immerse myself in things that will prove to have a positive impact even after this pandemic is over. So instead of constantly watching the news and asking the questions, what now and what if, I will control the things that I can control, like take time to read and educate myself. Now then, since I can't go back to my old routines, I will take this time to pray, seek God more and spend time with my loved ones. Now then, since I can't hang around my usual circle, I will utilize this time to do more self-discovery and decode the things that have been lying dormant in me for many years. Replacing what now with now then replaces doubt in all forms. And then it places the power back into our hands to be creative, free, relaxed, unbothered, and hopeful. This small adjustment has done so much for my own personal life and sanity. I've realized that over the years, I have robbed myself of so much time, sleep, and productivity because I have been asking myself the wrong question instead of taking charge and making the right declaration, which was now then. I get it. When we look at the world around us, it seems like it's so much easier to ask what now? It seems like once we get over one thing, something else follows. After COVID, here comes killer hornets. Once we take in the fact that there are killer hornets, the country begins to open up in certain states, raising the risk of spreading COVID. Once we get over that blow, then comes the unlawful hate crime and murder of Ahmad Aubrey, an unarmed black man murdered while minding his own business. These type of day-to-day -day happenings mixed with our own individual situations can take a toll on anyone. So I admit, the what now question can be an extremely tempting statement and question to ask. But I urge you, don't embrace the unnecessary weight that comes with it. I guess at the end of the day, what gives me the hope and confidence that I need to keep pushing through the rough what now seasons and moments is the fact that I believe in a God that is not reactive, but rather proactive. Meaning just because something catches me off guard and may not currently make sense to me at the moment doesn't mean that God didn't already see it coming and has already made provisions to make sure that I survive and come through it. This type of belief is called faith. In Hebrews 11, 11 in the Bible, it says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for 
and insurance about what we do not see. In other words, now then, since we may find ourselves up against trouble, resistance, and undesirable, unforeseen circumstances, we can be confident in our faith through Christ that God has already secured a plan that will ensure that the uncertainty of what now stands no match to his inevitable plan for our lives. Looking back, I now find it humorous and a little sad to think that I missed out on enjoying my entire graduation day out of fear that the future would be disastrous or filled with trouble. While I'd like to say that that day was the first and last time I would have to ask myself what now, I can't. I would go on to have plenty more days again and again asking what now. One of them was on my wedding day. I said, what do I do now? What if I'm a terrible husband? Then the day that my first son was born, I said, what now? What if I'm a terrible dad? The list goes on and on. But despite the what now moments, a cooler head eventually prevailed, reminding me that the now faith that I have been given access to creates a now then confidence. I guess what I want you to know is that regardless of what your current situation looks like, whether it's a past due bill, an eviction notice, failed marriage or relationship, complicated pregnancy, unemployment, recent death of a family member, or you just plain old hate your job and you don't know what's next and you're just feeling overwhelmed, I just want to tell you, don't stress it. And don't let the question of what now weigh you down. Instead, fix your crown, straighten up your shoulders, lift up your head, and adjust your speech and look for the opportunity to activate and utilize your now faith and confidence to get you to an already prepared end. Listen, I love you, and I'm your biggest fan. And until next time, remember, continue to decode your greatness. 